Hello friends and welcome back to Mixology, the podcast where we discuss, discover and dissect mono and stereo differences on classic albums from the 60s. And today we're once again in 1967 with the Monkees and their third LP, Headquarters. Now, this was the first album by the group that was truly overseen by themselves. Their first two albums, The Monkees and More of the Monkees, were both pieced together by Don Kirshner, who ultimately oversaw the musical side of The Monkees project and brought them to success and ultimately gave them the time that they needed to be able to be successful. However, obviously there is all sorts of tales between the two of interjection and distrust and discomfort and all that sort of thing, but we're not going to dive into that today. But ultimately, it led to Headquarters, the album that, with the exception of a French horn and the odd bits and pieces, this was all performed by the group themselves, all performing on various instruments. The release of this album would actually be headed up by the release of the A Little Bit Me, A Little Bit You single, backed with the first released composition and performance by the group on The Girl I Knew Somewhere. And if you want to know more about the mono and stereo mix differences on those tracks, including the subsequent remixes, you can go and find that over on the Patreon on Mixology on 45 at patreon.com forward slash back to mono. But as for the album itself, it was recorded between February and March of 1967 and ultimately released on May 22nd, 1967, shooting straight up the charts in the US to number one, only being knocked off the following week by Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band, so I think we can forgive it for that. The album itself is a little bit of a mix of styles. There's a little bit of sunshine pop, a little bit of folk, a little bit of just straight up pop, rock and roll. It's got quite a variety for a group that was still finding its feet at this point and obviously never truly did uh, it's the monkey story is a very complicated one and i hope to learn more about it in my recently acquired the monkeys the day by day story by andrew sandoval in over 700 pages <sighs> light reading of course but with all that gibberish out of the way, we might as well move gently and smoothly into the album itself, starting of course with the opening track, You Told Me. This Nesmith composition is a great way to open the album, starting with a Taxman-esque fake counting introduction, being more of a Mickey take of Taxman because they're all just shouting it at random rather than gently actually counting the track in and it's quite amusing in that regard. But here we run into the first notable difference or lack thereof on this album that is quite persisting throughout and that is that ultimately the mixes on this album between mono and stereo are incredibly similar and the stereo maybe in that regard does gain the edge but there will be a few bits and pieces here and there. Before we jump headfirst into this track I did want to say a huge thank you to Craig Smith from Monkey's Mixography who gave me a huge help in just covering some of the later remixes of these tracks as the album did get a total remix on Arista in the late 80s and a few stray ones either side of that though Craig was able to confirm for me that none of these mixes really differed from the mixes presented here maybe slightly in clarity but in actual mixing they're essentially identical maybe there's a hair longer fade here and there and slightly changed channels on a mix of shades of grey but ultimately nothing to write home about. Today we're just going to be looking at the original mono and stereo mixes. So with You Told Me, 
as we often do, we will just start with the mono mix and move graciously into the stereo just so you can get a feel for the difference between the two. I will say the mono does feel a little punchier, especially over speakers, but ultimately if you crank up the stereo you do get the same effect, especially if you got one with a decent low end. The lead vocal is maybe a touch louder in the stereo mix, but ultimately this is so slightly different that you'll probably never truly notice it. Let's start with the mono and move into the stereo. Track 2 on the album, the Boyce and Hart composition, which was actually rejected from the track list for More of the Monkeys by Don Kirshner. I'll Spend My Life With You is a wonderful, wonderful, heartfelt track with a beautiful lead vocal by Mickey Dolenz. And here there is actually a slight difference in that the bass, mainly in the intro but overall in the track, is incredibly muted in the mono mix when compared with the stereo. It is worth noting of course that my sources here come from the Headquarters Sessions 3 CD set and the original Bill Inglot remaster for the stereo mix, both which sound pretty dang good, I will be honest here. The mono also runs faster on this track, though it does seem to persist across the whole mix of the album, for the most part I will say, but ultimately this may just be a tape transfer difference, I'm not too sure, it's hard to really know ultimately. Let's hear a section of the track now focusing on, on the bass, starting in the stereo and then moving into the muted mono. The road is long, the road is rough. I do believe I've had enough. I'm gonna turn around and head for home. And again, in mono. The road is long, the road is rough. I do believe I've had enough. I'm Davey steps up to the microphone now on Forget That Girl with a slightly soft and airy vocal. And here we once again don't get too much in the way of a difference, but the mono continues to run a little faster. However, throughout the track, the vocal does seem to bury the backing track at various points in the stereo, with the drums particularly being soft in the bridge beneath this. Let's hear this first in mono and then again in stereo where that vocal really leaps out by comparison, likely due to less compression in the mix. And again in stereo. There was a time when she could really love you When she was thinking only of you But now she's put herself above you And there's nothing you can do Now Band 6, the first of two kind of joke interlude tracks on the album has essentially no difference as you'd probably expect 
However, at the end, and this may be due to the remastering, I'm not too sure. It's hard to really tell from the LPs as this is so faint. But it seems to fade off at the end in stereo, while the mono essentially drops off, giving you a hair more of the track at the end, but not a natural and satisfying fade. Let's hear the end of the track, first in stereo and then again in the sudden mono. And again in mono. We get another burst of great Mike Nesmith now with You Just May Be The One, a track rejected from the original Monkees album. And here we once again get a similar effect to Forget That Girl where the vocals seem to bury the backing track at various points in the stereo, especially in the bridge by comparison. What we'll do is start with the mono and move graciously into the stereo. And now we move into soft ballad territory with shades of grey where we actually get Peter stepping up to the microphone along with Davey and of course the rest of the guys. Here, for me in stereo, the chorus loses the band track, if you like, and it favours the vocals and the horn slash string tracks by comparison. The mono, on the other hand, brings this up, giving the track a slightly meatier feel and ultimately makes it more climactic as a result. We'll hear a section of the track first in stereo and then again in the beefier mono. It was easy than to tell you from And again, in mono. It was easy than to tell truth from lies Selling out from compromise To love and to hate The foolish from the wise But today there is no day or night Today there is no dark or And at the end, the fade, while ending at the same time, starts earlier in mono, thus giving a shorter fade in stereo. Let's hear the whole fade first in mono and then again in stereo, where the fade starts at a later point. Only shades of
again in stereo. Only shades of Side one ends with the rather jovial and light-hearted I Can't Get Her Off My Mind, a track written and originally recorded by Boyson Hart for the debut album, here in a very ramshackle take, and if you focus too much on the rhythm it's a bit mind-numbing I do have to say. Ultimately we don't need to spend much time here as the mix here is not even just a hair different, it's completely identical to these ears. Let's start with the mono and open up into the stereo. Into stereo. As we flip the record over, we open up side two with For Pete's Sake, a track most people will probably be familiar with through its use over the closing credits of the second season of the Monkees TV show, although in reruns of it, it would be used in the first series as well, to great effect I might add. Here, the mono continues to run just a little faster, but ultimately the main mix and the body of the track feels essentially identical. We'll start with the mono and slow down into the stereo. Into stereo. And at the end, we get just a hair more fade in the mono mix. Let's start with the stereo and move into the mono. Mono. The ominous Mr. Webster comes up next, another track rejected from the More of the Monkeys track list in a Boyson Heart production. And here, the vocal definitely stands out more in stereo and compared with the mono. Let's start in the mono mix and then move into the stereo where the vocal just moves graciously up in the mix. To stereo. They had a cake and flowers on it special. And Frisbee had a speech prepared. I do want to note that the nature of the edit halfway through the track from the tambourine to the piano is less jarring in mono due to the fact that it doesn't jump around in the panning. Though certainly the panned tambourine in this bit makes for a nice effect and certainly I wouldn't put it as a flaw in either mix, although certainly it is quite a jarring edit, but I kind of like things like that as well. We're not going to pay attention to that though. What we're going to have a listen to is the fact that there's just a hair more of the fade in stereo. Let's start with the mono and move into the stereo. 
stereo. It's time to get our groove on with Mike now as we hit Sunny Girlfriend. And to me, the drums definitely stand out more in stereo, while they get quite buried under the compression in the mono mix, especially in the bridge. Let's hear that first in mono and then again in stereo where they really jump up by comparison and feel a lot more natural. To stereo. Then she comes the second slightly humorous link track, if you like, here, Zilch, and probably the more iconic one, has a slight difference in the mix, coming at the edit point halfway through. The lines before the edit fade down a little more in the mono mix when compared with the stereo, giving it a slightly smoother transition. Let's hear that first in mono and then again in stereo. And again in stereo. This is my opinion that the people are it is my opinion that it is my people that the people are intending it is my opinion that the people are intending it is my opinion that the people are intending and at the end the echo on the vocals to give it a distant feel is a little stronger in the stereo mix Let's hear this first in mono this time, and then again in stereo. <laughs> and again in stereo. We get our rock and roll groove on now with no time. And here we get a few percussive differences. This could be due to EQ, but as it doesn't seem to have leapt out on the rest of the album, I'm gonna say these are slightly due to the mix, which is a nice treat for us. Certainly the tambourine is louder in the mono mix and the mono has the drums overpowering just about everything by comparison. However, to contradict this, the backing vocals generally feel lower in the mix in mono giving the stereo more air, a bit less pound, but certainly a slightly fuller feel, I suppose. Let's start with the mono and then move into the stereo where the backing vocals go up and the percussion moves down. And at the end, we get the fade just a hair longer in mono. Let's start with the stereo. Mono. Probably the most unique track on the album, Early Morning Blues and Greens, the little tale of waking up in the morning that is really nice when you come back to it. It didn't touch me early on, but certainly now I understand the track a lot more, is 
pretty close between the mixes, but here the vocal definitely sits louder in the stereo, whereas the mono feels a little calmer by comparison, feeling a little bit more like that sunrise, I suppose. Let's hear a section of that, first in mono, and then move into the stereo where the vocal arises up. A distant night bird mocks the sun I wake as I have always done into stereo. Two freshly scented sycamore and cold bare feet on hardwood floor. And this time the fade is just that hair longer in stereo. Starting, of course, with the mono. Now, for the main chunk of our closing track, Alternate Title or Randy Scouse Get to the Rest of the World, the mixes are incredibly close, though the mono certainly adds a bit more grit, likely due to compression and distortion, but here it really works. Let's focus on a chorus of the track now, just to get a feel for this, as this is certainly where things get the most chaotic. We'll start with the stereo and then congest down into the mono. And again, in mono. Now, the end of the track is where we get our biggest actual difference, as the Tom Tom overdub seems to fade up and down at different times, so certainly still plays at the same time if you were to actually line up the takes. Here, as the main track ends, the Tom gets faded down later in mono, where it continues on a little longer than the stereo, and then fades up and back down later at its very reprise right at the end in mono as well, meaning the stereo ultimately is a bit shorter and doesn't have the pounding Tom for quite as long at the end of the main body. Let's hear that all in stereo first, and then again in mono, where we get more Tom for our money. Again, in mono. And as Mickey Dolenz's mad composition fades out there, we completed our look at Headquarters, the third album by the Monkees and their second released in 1967. It's been a very simple look today as it's probably the Monkees album with the least mono and stereo differences, but it's certainly good to get things like this covered as it answers should you be seeking out the mono mix of this album. To me, the Monomix does have a slight additional punch to it, but really the stereo, especially if you get a nice clean copy, sounds great and ultimately you're not missing out if you've only got the stereo copy, which is obviously the most common version to hear in 2021. 
However, both do a great job in my eyes and ultimately I'm happy to own copies of both and I look forward to the inevitable Run Out Groove reissue of it in the forthcoming year, at least I hope for that. But with that said, there's not much else to say really I suppose. Of course, as I said earlier, if you want to support the show and get loads and loads of extra content, including a look at the non-album single associated with this album, you can do so at patreon.com forward slash back to mono, where every episode of Mixology is paired with an episode of Mixology on 45, looking at non-album tracks from, of course, the 60s period. This Sunday, we'll be taking a look at the flip side of Nilsson's single, One, that being Sister Marie which received a stereo remix in 2013 and of course had an original monomix only on the flip side of that single. The A-side of course being included in our Aerial Ballet episode. So for only £5 a month you can jump on there and take a listen to many many more episodes of that along with great other content as well. Beyond that, of course, you can reach out to me at backtomonoradio at gmail.com. We've also got a Facebook group, and you can find me on Instagram at hypnoticfred, where I'm always, always up for a little bit of a chinwag. You can find all of these down in the show notes below, so be sure to hit me up however you fancy. I'm always open to any suggestions, any messages, and just general, you know, chit-chat, as I said. But with that said... Of course, the main thing is, thank you so, so much for listening. And remember, whoever you are, and wherever you are, have a great, great day. Sunday.